Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxy Nafusi. Today, we have another episode of Your Moments, where I ask you, the listeners, to come in and share your incredible stories. Today, we are joined by the absolutely lovely Louise Truman, who's Three moments really, really stood out to me uh, when I read through them. So I can't wait to have her on the show and for her to share her story. Hi, Louise. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. Thank you. Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just good. having my coffee ready for this. I feel like it's so exciting to speak to someone that actually I don't know. I don't know too much about the story so I'm just like settling in ready for the journey of your (laughs) life (laughs) so we always start by basically just kicking straight in to your first defining moment okay all right I'll take a big deep breath it's when I was 17 so I um, was at school doing my A-levels and you know more worried about boys and friends and making plans and those kind of things and doing UCAS applications for uni one day I was picked up from school I had a boyfriend at the time he picked me up from school and we went um, just for a drive and then he was going to take me home so on this drive we had um oh Sorry, I feel a bit shaky. That's okay. Take your time. Um, so, yeah, we were on this drive and just all of a sudden the car lost control and we went around a corner, the car lost control and it went towards a verge. I mean, honestly, I can't, from that moment, everything is blank. I saw, I, I you know, I know what I've been told happened, <laughs> but I wasn't um, conscious. I think I just lost consciousness. I woke up. Um, in a ditch, not even in the car. Um, I was about three meters from the car. And I mean, I didn't, obviously, you know, you're in total shock. You don't know what's just happened to you. (laughs) And I crawled out of the ditch and it turns out transpires that I had broken my spine. How I got out of the ditch, I have no idea with a broken spine, but I did. Um, Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, I crawled to the verge, you know, the ambulance came and from there on I was in hospital. I was in, I, I remember being in the A&E department, I had this, this kind of brace on my head so that I couldn't move. I was laying flat on my back and the doctor came over to me and he said, from what's just happened, you should not be here. 
they were just kind of like amazed that, you know, I'd been through, I learned afterwards that the car had rolled three times and I had come out of the passenger window not even, you know, the windscreen. So my body had come from the passenger window and and had been thrown from the car effectively. So yeah, it was, it was, that's really obviously a first defining moment for me. Oh my goodness. It's like, it is like something from a movie. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, in the moment, you don't know. In the moment, you just, honestly, you know you can't you're obviously just there and all these different things are happening but yeah afterwards it is like you know you can't quite believe it's happened okay oh my goodness I have so many questions for you yeah go 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 okay so the first thing is you wake up in a hospital and you've broken your spine firstly like, how do you deal with the shock of that? Like, how, what are you, how are you feeling? And what happens at this point? Can you move physically? Like, where are you at? What's going on? Yeah. So no, you can't move. You you are literally on your back. And you, I have all these doctors around me doing like tests, neurological tests to try and ascertain whether there'd been spinal cord damage. And I was told that the break in my spine was literally a centimeter away from my spinal cord and had it obviously affected my spinal cord that would mean paralysis so you know they were it was obviously everybody was trying to find out the real kind of impact it had in terms of my nerves just all these tests going on you you cannot move you you have to lay on your back and I spent three weeks on my back in that position you can't you know even to go to sleep you can't turn on your side and so yeah, I mean, there's just all these different things going on, trying to ascertain what's going on and waiting for surgery, which I, I, I can't remember the ins and outs of exactly why I had to wait a certain amount of time. But yeah, I couldn't have surgery for about nine days. So I'm just laying on my back for days on end, not able to move. And I honestly, you know, it's hard to tell you what I was thinking. I guess I'm, I'm actually somebody who thankfully is quite quite positive and quite headstrong so it was kind of for me like everything's going to be fine Mm. that's it that's just it there's no other kind of scenario for me you know not that it wasn't horrific and all these you know things happening to you which you know at 17 you're like what what is what is this but yeah yeah. I was just gonna say because you're you're only 17 at this point yeah. and I think it's really it's one thing in a way it's one thing to imagine this happening to us at you know 30 plus I don't know but it, it's actually different to imagine it happening to someone who's so young so um yeah. really just like in that time so carefree without any real responsibilities just wanting to you know the focus really at that age for most of us is just having fun yeah and then this life-changing accident happens out of nowhere yeah. so what does your life look like after you come out of hospital hospital yeah so I came out I had to have this this brace this like chunky brace which 
it's 17 you know you're like oh my god that is the worst thing to be wearing <laughs> uh, honestly so I just had to wear these baggy tops over this horrific brace for a while because it obviously it kind of helps you to stay aligned so that everything fuses and you you kind of maintain some kind of posture so you have to have a brace for a period of time I'd obviously miss months and months of school just you know such a long time being quite disconnected from friends at school I attempted to go back but actually I just felt so so far behind and so kind of in just such a different place you know so it wasn't the same for me as it had been prior um and so I I made the decision to finish school and I went to work I just got a job and I started working and and if I'm honest with you I think you know something like that happens and you well I had this sense of oh my God, like I'm here. I'm really lucky to be here. Now I have to do 10,000 things at once because, you know, it's like you have a real bearing of just how fortunate you are to be here. People say to you, you know, everybody says like, oh, we have to be really grateful for each day. And, and, you know, in some respects, I'm quite lucky that that thing happened because I have a real, real understanding of what that really means. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I love that. Because, you know, my next question was going to be how how did it define you? Yeah. And I think that is just so beautifully articulated that really it does it does give you a gratitude for life that it's hard to yeah you're right because we do say we should we should be like grateful just to be here and to be breathing but I guess until you are actually faced with death and you're that close to it and you know that you were just centimeters away from not being able to do things that you want to do yeah it's just incredible and I love that having that experience has actually given you such it it determined the way that you perceived life for the the rest of you know your days (laughs) yeah yeah I mean like I said I did 60,000 things in one go some of them some of them unhealthy some of them healthy I mean I had children (laughs) I had children for example way earlier than I probably would have had I gone you know to uni and and this that and the other and done the kind of the path that I was intended to be on um initially but actually yeah I had children younger I you know just kind of really felt like you just you have to do everything you can and and that's kind of since then been my kind of ethos you know I try to experience as much as I can I try to you know just fill my life because I know that it's just it's so fragile and I'm just really fortunate to be here I love that I love that can I ask you don't have to answer this but can I ask what happened to the driver he was fine (laughs) he was fine he had a wow. uh, like a bruise I think but ultimately absolutely fine. You, no I know you wouldn't believe it I was it was quite astounding from from the injuries I had um you know including a broken spine my face was like really really bashed up some teeth in the front glass in my leg um and yeah he had a bruise but the the, the thing is is that I took the impact because of where it it went first the way it rolled that I was on the left hand side so um yeah he was he was okay gosh that is just unbelievable do you ever get flashbacks or did you ever like after you've had an experience like that you know of course it's it's although a lot of it you, you know you you don't remember I guess there are parts that you really do and how did you kind of 
deal with that side of things? Did you have any yeah. sort of post-traumatic tra- stress from it or trauma or anything like that? Yeah, I think um, at the time I did have some flashbacks. I, I was having flashbacks of a, a windscreen smashing. Now, as I said, I wasn't conscious when the windscreen smashed. I don't have a like a conscious memory of that. But um, definitely, it, like when I was sleeping, I would have just flashes of, of glass everywhere. Um, I don't have them anymore. And to be honest with you, I, it was for a really short period of time. I think it's quite good that I was unconscious um, because otherwise, you know, it could, I could remember so much more, but I really still don't to this day. Yeah, probably is for the best, isn't it, in a yeah. way? Yeah. I think that is, that's our, definitely, it's just our brain protecting us. Yeah. When it does exactly. that, when it just kind of, blocks it yeah so Louise what is your second defining moment this is you know I don't I don't want to make these all really morbid but um the thing is is that they really are my defining moments and um so about one week from being 10 years from the date of my accident my cousin died in a car accident she was my age she was four months younger than me and we were brought up like sisters like our family's really close like my cousins are not like my cousins they're like my brothers and sisters that's the kind of family that we have so um and obviously being so close in age you know we were we were brought Mm. up doing literally everything together so we were really really close and um I got this call on a Saturday morning from my mum at like 7 a.m and she said um Amy is my cousin's name she said Amy's died and Oh, it was just, I mean, you know, this kind of this wave of unbelievable grief takes hold of you. It's just, you know, so intense. And then in the days that kind of played out from there, there's grief, but also because I've had a car accident, because I was so fortunate to be alive, a kind of a guilt sets in because you think, why why did I survive? Why did she not survive? You know, you ask yourself these questions, you do. I think it's probably quite natural. And you're thinking, it just seems so unfair. And just really evaluating, you know, like, obviously, the loss um, of a loved one, in terms of how that plays out going forward, it gives you a real sense of, you know, like I said before, but knowing that, that life is so fragile and somebody is gone in the blink of an eye and really being faced with what that could have been for me as well you know mm-hmm. really seeing that so clearly what what that could have been to me was really quite defining for me it really brought it home because it's you know I, I nearly died I had a gratitude for life but really seeing that happen you know really stares you in the face it really really does and yeah this this kind of then this guilt really that goes alongside it when it was just so close to the same kind of thing that happened to me oh my gosh yeah how did you begin to process that guilt and that grief and the pain I think um in terms of the grief it's really you know it takes you and there's literally nothing you can do about it it's not like something where you can say I feel a bit anxious you know but I'm going to get on with it like you Mm. just have no choice or or I'm going to try and resolve it you you honestly have no choice so you just you go through it and you you know you just really just cry and do whatever you have to do to really you know be there um, in the moment and make sure that you you are processing it in terms Mm. of the guilt um 
I think for a little while I kind of didn't know what to do with it and then I got to a place where I thought right you know I can't just live with this I, I have to I have to make something from this and also from Amy's life actually the two combined thinking what can I do now because otherwise it feels a bit you know empty it feels a bit pointless and she was she just qualified as a social worker you know she'd worked three years to be a social worker she'd done all the training and everything and you know obviously I felt really as though that was just she'd been robbed of this she'd Mm -hmm. done all this work she'd got to this place so I kind of sat and thought, right, what am I going to do? I'm here. I am here. And she is not here. And I can't change that. So what can I do with it now? And I decided to, I was working in my dad's law firm at the time, but as an office manager, I had no training or whatsoever. And I thought, okay, what am I going to do? I need to do something with this. I need to really make her life, you know, kind of carry through and do something for her and for myself. So I, I, yeah, I decided to do a law degree. I, I just started studying and it took five years with um, three kids as a single mom. <laughs> oh, my It goodness. was a slog. Yeah, it was a real, real slog, you know, waking up, getting the breakfast, getting the kids to school, going to work, coming home, doing the dinner, studying, going to bed. But it's just, you oh, know, all the time my in my mind, I just knew that, it, you know, I wanted to do something I've always been quite ambitious anyway but not really known you know where it should be where where I should be and yeah that really defined it for me and yeah I did all the training and I'm now a lawyer oh my gosh yeah I feel so I feel so emotional (laughs) it's so emotional when you hear and like how unfair life can be isn't yeah. it and yeah. you hear it a story of someone young and with their life ahead of them any age yeah. just anyone being it, and and in and in a car accident it's just the shock that must have come with that because there's no exactly there's no, no warning and it's one moment and it's you know it's just I find it so hard to even wrap my head around how you know and, and like you said the grief took took over just instantly mm. and it just it is yeah, just hearing it really does make you just kind of go, wow. Yeah. We, you are so right. We do just have to be so grateful for every yeah. moment. And I think hearing stories like yours really does make you, I think, see that you just have, to, like, if you get to wake up and see your loved ones, you're so lucky. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, yeah, the other thing is, um, is knowing how lucky you are to have people in your life and and what I've really learned from from that experience which like I said really stared me in the face was that you have to make moments really matter with people and and like now when I leave my family my family people probably think oh my god that's really over the top but like when whenever I leave my family my mum my dad my aunt my cousins you know we all say I love you every single time when I end a telephone call with any one of my children my mum even if it's like mum can would you mind dropping me a bit of sugar around I'll say okay I love you <laughs> because because you because you know I know that I never got to see Amy again I never got to tell her that again and you know it's just so important and things like if you have any kind of animosity with somebody if you have anything at all you need to just see to it you need to just see to it because it's not worth it it's not worth it Mm -hmm. and you need to just know that you know you're not promised you're really not promised anything so 
you need to just embrace, you know, people and, and, and just any kind of crap, just put it to the side and forget it. And, you know, do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Oh my God. I feel like everyone needs to hear you say this. <laughs> oh, Louise, you're amazing. So through all this pain, you then, just, I mean, firstly, I just cannot believe you became a lawyer with three kids, single mom, like, I am just bowing down to you right now because that takes so much determination. I just love your whole attitude. I can really, when you said in the beginning that you've always been quite headstrong and positive, I can really feel that. And I think it really just goes to show, you know, for me who does really encourages people with their self-development, you're kind of proof of what, when we work on our own inner strength, before we are faced with really, you know, tough and challenging situations, you know, having that will help us with that resilience when we need it. And I think the fact that you were, you were, it seems like you were kind of born with that, right? And so it really helped you like beyond do you know what I mean when you when it came to it so I think it's just like yeah it's really proof of why we need to build that inner strength within us in case something does happen which is just unfathomable so you became a lawyer three kids how did you do it (laughs) were you just working night and day honestly do you know what Roxy I actually really don't even know I don't even know to this day how I did it because you think you know now I think I don't have enough hours in the day and I'm not studying anymore so how I put in studying as well but it's just like you know when you when you really feel that something you want to do something you do and and also you know aside from Amy um which was a big factor I've got three kids and I've got two daughters and um it's just so important for me personally to show them what is possible and I think when you have those kind of things spurring you on you do just feel that you're going to do it and and that's it do you know what I mean you just really feel that you have to get it done and I just want to be able to, yeah, like I say, show my kids that you can do these things. It doesn't matter what happens. Um, You know, I could sit and say, well, I had this car accident and actually, you know, I still get a bit of pain and things like that from it. But, you know, and as I said, I, I know very well that I'm here once. So these are things that I want, I want to do for myself, for my kids. And I just had that kind of in me that it was it was going to happen I had to you know I had to get it done absolutely oh so inspirational and and you know what it's also just such proof that if you really want something you will do it you just will you'll find a way and I think when we make excuses really at our heart it's like maybe we don't actually want it because if we did we would find a way no matter what else was going on and I think you're such good proof of that so thank you for sharing that thank you you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, I, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. You had nothing then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. So, Louise, what is your third defining moment? Okay, my third defining moment is probably less dramatic, I think, hopefully. Um, and it <laughs> and it really stems from, which I think is probably quite common for a lot of people, is the coronavirus, the pandemic, I think, initially, really, for me, was, you know, obviously, it, like everyone, you kind of go, go, go throughout your life. You don't really have a moment to stop and kind of analyse anything that's going on or happened or, you know, whatever it may be. And I think with the coronavirus, I mean, I was really fortunate that I still got to work and I worked from home throughout. But still, you know, you don't have these social events. You don't have dropping the kids off at school and clubs and just all the things that really occupy your mind. So I was really forced to kind of grind to a halt. And at that point, I think a lot of things came up for me in terms of just things that maybe I hadn't dealt with in the past, things that I kind of was aware of of in myself and you just really have no choice do you but to kind of sit and face them when when you can't go anywhere when you know there's no friends to see and no distractions they, they really stare you in the face and I think that um, alongside having a scroll on Instagram and seeing Roxy Nafusi post something kind of honestly the two things I think I saw you post something about I don't know if it was the manifesting or the self-love webinar but anyway I I was like okay I know there's some stuff going on for me and let's have a look at this I don't know what this is but let's have a look so I did I had a look at it I did your webinar and you were talking about kind of self-love and about all these steps to it you know and the kind of aspects that make up self-love and I think one of them in particular that struck me you were talking about like aligning your behaviors so it's not just like saying I love myself I love myself and and the words you have to really kind of 
do it you have to you know put that in place and it made me look at some things in my life where I really was although I felt like I loved myself I really wasn't aligning with that you know like crappy relationships if I'm honest you know just behaviors that you wouldn't just you know like smoking and these kind of things that you know I'm thinking well is is that self-love you know kind of putting up with crappy relationships is that self-love um (laughs) yeah do you know what I mean and 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 I'm thinking well no actually I don't think it is and it really gave me the kick up the bum I guess to start thinking you know I need to rather than just you know think oh I love myself it's fine you you have to actually align some of your stuff so I just made the decision to stop having crappy relationships with you know you have a feeling that they're not right for you but in Mm. it's kind of comfortable it's just you know that's the other thing I think is the comfort zone thing um and being so so kind of in your zone that you don't realize that there's more um or it's a bit scary to go and and kind of see what else there is and put yourself out there so yeah I think that's probably my third defining moment really is is actually ditching off some of the kind of crappy habits or you know ways I was doing things and really from from then to now nothing major externally has happened but internally it's a really vast vast difference how I see myself oh I love that oh good Good. I love that you just said that externally there wasn't anything dramatic but internally there's this been been a transformation for sure that is so beautiful like I'm so here for that (laughs) I think that's incredible I think you know I what I think is really beautiful is that you kind of because sometimes it is these like crazy life-changing just like yeah you know just whoa moments that change the direction of our lives and sometimes we can just hear and like thank you so much for coming to my webinars and I'm so glad they <laughs> held but sometimes you can just hear someone say one thing yeah. it's like a penny just drops and you're just yeah. like oh my god wait actually there's another way to do things and yeah. I really really love that and I think with self-love yeah, because we do think you just have to talk to yourself kindly and yeah. but it's everything you do is either strengthening your self-worth, your self-esteem, self-love, or it's doing the opposite. And so it is all in the daily routine. It's all in the things that we do every day, the people we hang around with, the things we accept. And I think, you know, for you being able to see that a relationship wasn't serving you anymore and stepping away from it it's just that that in itself is a life-changing moment because so many people they do stay because we ignore the uh, red flags don't we we just go yeah Yeah, you do you do for sure and you just (laughs) yeah you get comfortable and you don't necessarily kind of you know feel that you can um it's just scary, isn't it? I think that's the biggest thing. It's like a fear. You think, oh my God, but if I make this decision, what's going to happen next? And you kind of, your mind goes off on one thinking about that, you know, oh, I'm never going to meet anybody ever again. Or, 
um, just whatever. Oh, this may be the love of my life. But then when you when you remove yourself, you're thinking, oh, my God, that was not the love of my life. You know, <laughs> you think, why did I like just settle for things? And I think I always had a kind of a deep feeling that these relationships were not necessarily the right things for me, but not really knowing that actually, you know, there there is better and there's you don't have to just kind of sit in this comfort zone of things and just let it go by and probably you know fortunately like I said and I go back to my car accident is that I know that I can't just live in this comfort zone I there's I'm lucky to be here I have to embrace as much as I can you know do some scary stuff sometimes Mm, absolutely oh I think you are so inspiring, Louise. And I love your attitude and your whole energy. I just love, love, love it. So I've got 10 quick fire questions for you. Okay. Okay, what is your most memorable book? I'm going to have to say, recently I read Miracle Morning. Have you read it? No. Is it good? Yes, I read it. And it's like a self-development book. But the guy, I can't remember his name, but he wrote it and he actually had a car accident. I didn't know that when I bought the book. No Um, way. Yeah, I did not know that when I bought the book. But I I started reading it and was like, oh, my God. So he'd had a car accident and he talks about basically morning routine and and, um, he calls them the savers and just how how your routine in the morning makes such a big difference. And it really really has to me the past few months in particular following um I mean not to the letter the miracle morning but implementing it into my life has has changed things for me big time you know I don't get up like really manically stressed just kind of chucking my clothes on and stuff I try to wake up and, and do these little savers um yeah so the miracle morning love that I'm so up I love a morning routine yeah favorite quote okay my favorite quote I think is by Rumi and it is the wound is the place where the light enters you (gasps) oh yeah I love that yeah I heard that one oh I love it I love it too yeah I think it's got to be my favorite your most influential mentor I, I think I'm gonna say my nan because honestly, she was just such a ballsy woman. Like, she <laughs> would take no prisoners whatsoever. Yeah, my nan. Oh, but I love that. I love that. Your go-to feel-good film. Oh, my God. Do you know, I'm just not even really a film watcher. Let me think. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Maybe Clueless. Oh, really? I've not, do you know I've not seen Clueless? What oh, the you've hell? got to watch it. I used to watch it, it so much when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. It's just like really light-hearted. Um, yeah, I I love that film. And good feel good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to, yeah. I need to try it. Um, a moment where you felt most proud. Um, the moment when I felt most proud. I've got a few, but I think I'm going to go with when I was when I was at my graduation. I was at my graduation, and my daughters were there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I brought. I took them with me because I just it was really important for me for them to see you know all them times where I was kind of like locked in my bedroom reading books and and not giving them attention for an hour um, and the patience that they had you know putting up with that and and yeah I just that was a really proud moment for me that is so you know they are so lucky to have such a wonderful role model they really are thank you a song that cheers you up well, I don't know if it's when I'm down, but I guess like something that makes me feel really grateful. There's a song called um, Flashlight. I'm not sure what movie it's from. And it's by Jessie J. And it just Ooh. really gives. Yeah, it, it's really good. Like if you ever need a gratitude song, mm. 
that's, oh, that's I'm a good, play that after yeah, this. that's a go-to for sure. Oh, I'm going to listen to that flashlight. Top tip for dealing with stress. A bath, bath bombs. Oh my God, lock, yes. lock the kids out of the, <laughs> <laughs> they have to go somewhere else. Um, yeah, like a podcast. Yeah. Yes. I'm so, do you know, I think baths are just uh, yeah, wonderful 100%. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing you'd like to achieve in the next year? I really want to move into family law, actually. I really want to start looking at how I can kind of use my qualifications now to work more in family. Yeah. And and really with women, I feel quite strongly about, you know, women's rights and standing up for mm. women. And so, yeah, I don't quite know where that will go yet, but I think that's what I'd like to do. I have a feeling you will do anything you mm-hmm. put your mind to. And the first person you called to share good news? My mum. My mum or my dad. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Louise, you have been such an amazing guest. Thank um, you. You have so inspired me and really made me just remember the fragility of life and how lucky we are to be here and how important it is to um like you said make the most of every day and just do it all exactly i think you're amazing thank you so 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 much much for sharing your story with me no problem thank you for having me roxy thank you louise Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Moments. If you want to potentially come on and be a guest, please email your three moments to annie at roxynafusi.com. I also just wanted to say that on May the 8th is my next webinar, Body and Mind, where I will be talking you through exercise, nutrition, the power of routine, harnessing motivation, and how to really commit to lasting change. Um, I'm so excited. Plus, we'll be having a 45-minute workout at the end of the class with Louisa Drake, who is the most incredible trainer. My last thing I wanted to say was, if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the others, please, please take a moment to rate or subscribe. It means so much to me and all the team at Create Productions. Thank you so much and have a lovely week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.